Welcome to the Toronto Livings Podcast, a conversation about all things Toronto with a focus on real estate, the culture, and of course, the food. I'm Mark Savell. And I'm Joey Virgil. And we're realtors with Sage Real Estate working together as a Toronto Livings team with a focus on helping you buy better, sell higher, and of course, having a little bit of fun along the way. All right. Kick us off, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome to episode 14, where we have a very special guest with us. Guest number two, actually. Number two. Number two. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Josh Jean-Baptiste. Did I get it? Yeah, you got, it. Me. Yeah. Gonna, you got it. You got it. You got it. Pronunciation was something we were talking about just before we started, so we wanted to make sure we got it right. Yeah, amazing. Uh, so welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Excited to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, shall we? Uh, so usually we start off a little bit of just like light banter. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just uh, how? I mean, it's today is a very specific day. It's Father's Day. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to be uh, away from my kids for a couple of hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out the kids. <laughs> <laughs> is there? Uh, is there? Are you guys going for lunch or anywhere? Any specific? Yeah, we're doing like a brunch, nice. kind of something light, nothing too crazy, and nice. then uh, then a whole day of basketball after that. So that sounds like All a good right. day. That's yeah. Good. Where would you say your favorite place? Like if they could spoil you anywhere in the city to eat, where would it be? The ultimate brunch. Ooh, that's a tough one. I love food. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> You're on the right podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, this, this is a funny one. Okay. Uh, I love Moretti. Hey. Up at Home Societe. We love Moretti. I yeah, mean, we do love Moretti. Yeah. yeah. An Italian restaurant and a furniture store. Right? I mean, when you yeah. tell people about it, they kind of like no. twist So when we first partnered up, yeah. Mark took me there as like, a, as like a, hey, let's do like a celebratory like lunch. Yeah. And then he pulled up to the furniture store and I was like, <laughs> what are we <laughs> like, doing? This yeah. looks good. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's such an under... <laughs> Under the radar, yeah. a line will be dropping quite a bit in this episode, as you'll yeah. find out shortly why. Um, spot. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Love that place. No, it's, it was incredible, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Have you tried the Blue Jays Way Wellington location? No, I haven't. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a different vibe. Yeah. It's not. That's more a little bit King more chill. Westy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, you can rock, walk in with anything. That one, you kind of got to dress up. Of course. <laughs> Which we don't do. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neither do, do I. Do no dress up. Yeah. <laughs> T-shirts and hoodies. Yeah, 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 yeah pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Comfy, comfort is key. Yeah. Um, no, man, I'm glad you're doing this. We've, I feel like we've been following each other on the socials for a long time. Oh, yeah. Like eight years-ish. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I find like this day and age, it's so weird. You're, like you interact with people online all the time and you <laughs> never see them in real life. No, and we only saw each other like a month ago at yeah. probably the open house yeah, at Wilhampton. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But at the time, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you were at PSR? I was. Like, wh- where'd you start? What broke Yeah, so I started? started with PSR. Nice. Uh, kind of like, I think a year after PSR was founded. Oh, sick. So I was one of kind of the OG PSR nice. agents. Nice. Okay. And then uh, as I kind of grew up with my clients, then we decided to make the move to, to Sage. Nice. How long ago was that? That was in 2018. Okay. Okay. Five yeah. years. Five years. Time flies. Because when you made the move, I felt like, I feel like now, that was like three months ago. Yeah, but it was half a decade ago. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like also we had that like COVID time warp right. where like everything just kind gets of gets erased. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and you were living downtown at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So we always like kind of south of Bloor. Nice. <laughs> SOB. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, when you're younger, whenever. Right. Yeah. So and then kind of just as like our kids got older yeah. and as like I mean you kind of mature. Yeah. <laughs> that life. We don't uh, use that word on this podcast, but sure. When it's yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we decided to make the move up 
to, uh, I mean, now we're at like Dufferin and Eglinton. Nice. nice. So. And how long you've been there around the same time? Five years? Yeah, about five years. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And what yeah. made you choose that area? Because, I mean, it'll be straight up, not a lot of people think Dufferin and Eglinton and Eglinton and Oakwood as a move up. But when I saw you do that, I was like, oh, this is going to be exciting. And what made you kind of choose that place? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the primary driver, obviously, number one is financial. Yeah. Right. So when at the time when we were looking, I mean, we were looking want, wanting to stay in Parkdale or like Little Italy and stuff like that. I mean, and you guys know, I mean, the price points there uh, are a little ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I've always kind of had my eye on Eglinton West. I mean, nice. I kind of feel a connection there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad's from the Caribbean, mm. Haitian. Nice. Gotcha. Uh, so I always kind of went up to Eglinton West to either buy patties or like yeah. different foods you can't <laughs> find in other parts of the city. Yeah. Right, and even groceries, yeah. and I've always kind of had my eye there. And then when an opportunity came up with a builder who was building some new homes, I was mm. like, you know what? I convinced my wife, I'm like, hey, let's do this. Nice, right? Nice. Instead of paying like 20, 30% more yeah. to be in Parkdale, we can save a little bit of money, get into an area that I believed was going to be turning the corner. Yep. And, uh, and not only that, and then the other drivers were just like, I mean, in terms of like kids and there's pretty decent schools, mm, yeah. uh, kids are both basketball players. Nice. There's a lot of the, how tall is your oldest? Uh, my oldest is fairly tall. He means about six feet, six one and he's 15. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. No dude. Six one. Yeah. Oh my 15. God. Yeah. I, first of all, I didn't know he was 15. Yeah. I thought he was like 19. <laughs> yeah. So he's 15. And then my youngest is 10 years old and he's already about five, seven. So he's a giant. <laughs> Is, is like, how did this happen? <laughs> I have no idea to yeah. be honest. I mean, I'm six feet tall, so I'm yeah. not a giant by any means. Yeah. Um, my, my wife though, she has some taller people in her family okay. and her little sister is six feet tall. Okay. So right. they're getting some height from somewhere. All right. Uh, <laughs> it is explainable. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's all maybe the GMO milk and stuff. Okay. They're drinking, probably. <laughs> Shout out GMO milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And so both boys are in basketball. Both in basketball. Yeah. And they, from what I see on Instagram, seem like high level. Very high level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my oldest, he plays prep school basketball. Wow. So he was at Royal Crown Academy last year. And now he's moving up to Orangeville Prep, living on his own in Bravo. a residence wow. at 15, 15 years old. 15. Hey, shout out you guys for having the trust in him and the belief. Because that's like, I don't think I would do it. I feel like I'm going to be a helicopter parent where like my kid's <laughs> not allowed four feet away from me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like last year he had the opportunity to be up there. And then yeah. it was my wife who was like, no, I want my little baby uh, to be at home for yeah, another yeah, year yeah. at least. I don't blame her at 14. That's 100%. a big commitment. Yeah. 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 Especially being a teenager and being awkward and kind yeah. of learning how to live yeah. life. Right. And also being on your own. Yeah. I moved out to 30. So. <laughs> it took me a while to learn that lesson. Yeah. I'm still learning. <laughs> Joe, you're still at home, right? Yeah, well, basically. <laughs> Joey's on his own. The, the swan has spread his wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also amazing. took me yeah, the same amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's an Italian yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cultural thing. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you Haitian on both sides or are you, you mixed? No, yeah. So my mom, Canadian. Nice. French Canadian. Nice. Uh, a little bit of Jewish. Okay. And then my dad's pure Haitian. Haitian. Nice. Yeah. And do you go back often? Uh, last time I was in Haiti was actually right before the earthquake. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, so I haven't been back since, I mean, it's still a little dicey in Haiti. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a country that like, I mean, it has so much potential Yeah. I'd love to see it turn the corner, but it has a whole bunch of issues. Yeah. I mean, that's probably another podcast, uh, (laughs) yeah, let's get get into that. So you, you're running the under the radar podcast Yeah. and like, uh, what's the right word? Not synchronicity. Maybe it is. The universe came together. I feel like we launched on the same day. <laughs> I think we did. Unbeknownst to any of us. <laughs> no. I'm like so excited. Like we're the only ones doing a podcast. And then I saw you. I'm like, oh, we got competition. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, the same week. I yeah. think we both launched our podcast. Yeah. But yeah. it's so not competition. We're yeah. covering no. two completely different things. hundred yeah, percent. 
Like you are what I've hoped always would happen for Eglinton West. Like someone with a good voice who is highlighting so much of its potential. Yeah. Um, I've lived there my entire life. I was born, the, well, I moved there when I was like three years old. So my mm-hmm. whole life I spent there. And it always frustrated me that nobody was really giving it the attention it deserved. And like, I remember growing up, like Cardinal Ofishao did his videos on Eglinton West. Yep. Vince Carter would come through and like, that meant the world to us growing up there. Of course. It was like somebody acknowledges our little pocket of the city and somebody on a really big stage. Yep. Um, but those moments come and go. And what I like is your whole um, marketing effort is highlighting or spotlighting all that Eglinton has to offer. Yep. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. What's what's the podcast? What's its trajectory? What do you want to kind of accomplish with that? Yeah. So, I mean, the idea with the podcast was, I mean, as you eloquently <laughs> said, uh, was highlighting some of these areas that people just don't necessarily think about, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think of like real estate, like the way we do it, I mean, someone may have like a condo and then when they decide to make that move up by, the yep. first thought is always like to move to the suburbs, right? right? That's the only place that's affordable to right. buy a family-sized home. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I did it personally. I was like, I mean... When I was t- time for me to move out of my condo, we made the move to Fairbank, right? Which nice. is in Eglinton West. Because again, we could find a house in a backyard and mm-hmm. space. I mean, we have like 2,800 square feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so over the years, I've always had this kind of idea of highlighting this area and showing people that like you can do what I did yep. and do what a few other people have done. But I think there's so much more potential for more people to do the same thing, yep. right? Yep. And uh, I mean, Eglinton West, and I also kind of focus a little bit in Weston as well. Mm. Um, Mount Dennis. Yeah, Mount yeah. Dennis. I mean, there's a negative connotation sure. kind of attached to these neighborhoods. Um, some of it sure is fair. A lot of it is, I mean. Overhyped. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not as bad as like the media or Makes people. Make, Look, to 38 years. I now live a block and a half from where I was, you know, grew up. Yeah. And I think the the biggest issue we have is just letting people know that like once you can get past what people say about it, like yeah. there is some really cool gems along the strip and like 100%. the food scene is out of this world. There's this whole, when they were, they want to change it to little Jamaica and there's some pushback from the residents. I'm all for it. I think yeah. the city is big enough to definitely have a little Jamaica. hundred percent. It's about making people feel safe on the strip. And I think that's the one hurdle that we really got to get over is addressing some of the safety concerns of it. Definitely. But once that's addressed to the moon, hundred percent. Right. <laughs> and even like, I mean, the safety concerns are there. Although I found living in the neighborhood, I mean, it's really, I mean, it's really just on Eglinton. I mean, you go a block from Eglinton and it's completely different. Absolutely. And it's no, I mean, the way I see it is no different than some of the areas that we sell in, like in other parts of the city, like Moss Park and some of these areas, which in my opinion, I feel more unsafe in some of these other neighborhoods. And yet you'll have a condo selling for sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars $1,700 a square foot and next door uh, can be some very unsavory things happening. Exactly. Well, King West is another one where- You know, it's got the connotation of just a pure party paradise strip. And yep. that's true to a certain degree. Gold block south, north, it's a completely different vibe. hundred percent. You could grow a family one block, like a Tecumseh, it sold the house yep, there. Yeah, yeah. Family lived there for 15, 20 years. They grew their kids up there. You would never know King West was a, you know, 200 meter walk away. So, 100%. you know, just because a main strip is one way or other does not mean you should be afraid of the entire area. And that's what you're doing really well is you're, you're yeah. taking those walks down those streets and saying like, look at the potential here. Yeah. yeah like I'm here on the street. I'm yeah. not just talking about it. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm showing you that it's not a scary place. Yeah. It's a place. And I mean, the other part of this whole thing is that once you get more people accepting these neighborhoods and moving to the neighborhoods mm-hmm. and they become more, there's more advocates for the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. And then it's easier to push things like getting more security and improving yeah. the streetscape, yeah. getting yeah. more investment onto the street, right? Getting better retail and yeah. all this kind of stuff that will help 
turn the neighborhood around, but also still keep it. I mean, like you mentioned, labeling a little Jamaican to make sure it keeps that Caribbean yeah. heritage. But if we have more people moving to the neighborhoods, become more advocates, right? They can push the city councilors yeah. yep. to have more investment into the neighborhood. Um, people getting in right now, I mean, they can really help kind of push that change. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting, like, I think as we're learning, as the city grows into this world-class environment, yeah. that things evolve and change. Um, when I was a kid, my nonna lived off of St. Clair and Oakwood area, mm -hmm. and that was a second little Italy. Yep. It's not that anymore. I mean, it no. still has the Italians that living there, but that's the natural evolution of the strip. But it took that first uh, defining moment of the Italian culture to, to get the people to come, and then yep. it kind of evolved into what it is today, and it's a mixture of all different types of restaurants and places. But I think the key thing is like getting that commercial strip right will determine the whole next steps. Exactly. And, and you know, like we live in the area for what it has to offer. So if you can do, if you can pull that off, well, sky's the limit. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like Randy's Patties is an institution. Of course. They're closed now, but what they had like a good 30 year run of lineups every single day, every single weekend. Like, for sure. And then when they were closing, I mean, they had a lot of very high profile people yeah. willing to step in and yeah. try and save it. Yeah. Uh, I think they just wanted to retire, ultimately, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it shows, I mean, there is still, uh, there's still a bit of a, a spotlight on Little Jamaica. And I yeah. think, like, if we can get more opportunities like that where, like, big, high-profile people are willing to kind of speak out yeah. to save some of these institutions yeah. in the neighborhood, it'll help. And then, we, I mean, we have the Crosstown that's finally almost completed, which <laughs> I was about to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should hopefully start uh, helping some of that change happen for sure. Cause um, it could bring people in exactly from other neighborhoods to kind of get off the train, check out what we have to offer and, yeah. and take in the area. Yeah. And it makes it more accessible. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Especially people without vehicles. Right. I mean, cause taking that Dufferin bus, Ooh, that's a grind. That's more than a grind. Yeah. <laughs> 29 Dufferin. Shout out to 29 Dufferin. Yeah. 63 Ossington. Let's see how the Eglinton West one. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it is rough. Um, so, well, yeah, once that subway opens, I mean, that's another thing that's going to unlock the neighborhood. For sure. Um, especially with all the new development coming in. Yeah. We'll likely have some better retail. Mm -hmm. I, I truly believe that, I mean, there is a pathway for Little Jamaica and Eglinton West to really be kind of that new up-and-coming area like, let's say, like a, a Bushwick in Brooklyn, for 100%. example. I mean, I equate kind of the old city of York mm -hmm. to Brooklyn in many ways. Mm -hmm. Even the demographics are very mm -hmm. similar. Uh, so I kind of feel that it has that same trajectory. It's there. We just need to start really pushing it. Yeah. And it's guys like you who are doing, you know, God's work of, of getting the word <laughs> out. About, I mean, I can't get yeah. a little over the top, but it's like, I'm just so happy that you're doing this. Um, and your podcast is officially called Under the Radar. Yep. You're on YouTube, Spotify, all those fun. Not on the audio. I mean, there's a couple of okay. episodes on uh, Apple Podcasts. Okay. I'm still trying to get it up. The audio version's kind of perfect before I get it up there. Okay. But right now it's primarily YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And then I promote it a little bit on Instagram and yeah. TikTok. Yeah. So just search up Under the Radar on yeah. YouTube is probably the best avenue yeah. to find all the content. And it's, I watch them all, man. Number Thanks. one fan yeah. right here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Give me some swag, some Under the Radar swag. But no, I listen, yeah. I watch them all and like I, I, I pass them to my clients because I'm like, he's saying what I've been trying to say for so long in a way that really captivates the beauty and the magic and the future potential. And mm -hmm. I don't want to get too much into the weeds of your personal business, but you bought five years ago yeah. and recently sold. We don't have to get into the numbers. No, no. I know the numbers. Yeah, yeah. You did well. Oh, for sure. And my <laughs> wife and I had that conversation because some of the houses we were looking at in the Parkdales and right. Little Italy's, yeah. there's no way from a percentage standpoint, there's no way we would have made the return that we did right. 
Huge point right there. Buying in Parkdale versus buying in Fairbank. I yep. mean, we beat the market by <laughs> significant <it>. by <laughs> significant margin. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we're proof in the pudding that, I mean, you get into these neighborhoods early. even early, yeah. even from like an investment perspective, yeah. uh, in many ways you can beat the market. One thing I did like about your, uh, your podcast is that you, or, or, or was it YouTube videos? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, is that the, you always compare it to the, the Toronto average and it's yep. like well under the Toronto average. Yeah. Um, it's, it's such a great spot to, that, that is up and coming and that LRT is going to make a huge difference in, in starting Very to growth, much. all of that, uh, and just moving forward. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and that's, I mean, it's, it's easy to kind of promote a neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, promoting all of its great amenities and shops and restaurants. But I find when you put the attached numbers to it, right. that's where it really sinks in. Right? Yep. right. My most recent video on Fairbank, I mean, the numbers are there. I mean, a detached house is 32% yep. cheaper than the overall. Yep. I mean, that's a massive amount of money when you're looking for a detached house in the city. Yeah. And to go back to your original point, you also don't have to move to the suburbs to get that value. No. It's right here in the 416, in the you know M postal code. You're still in Toronto proper. Yeah for a fraction of the price of what a Mississauga Oakville home may run you. Yeah. And you're not sitting on the QEW or the 404 or the 427 fighting traffic to get into the city. Yeah. I mean, right now, yeah, it is a duffer bus, not great, but I mean, within a couple of years, hopefully, year, <laughs> uh, you're jumping on the subway and you're getting downtown in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And and like, if you know the back roads, you could take Vaughn Road and Christie exactly. and all those other ones. You can literally get from Eglinton and Oakwood to Young and Bloor in under 20 minutes. Oh yeah, it's totally possible. Yeah. Right. So I've like, done it on my bike. Getting right, there, you go. 20 minutes. Yeah. Jump on the York Beltline Trail, yep, right. and you're at Young and Eglinton in like 10, 15 minutes, and then you just boot it downtown from yeah. there. Yeah, so we're recording at, in the uh, Castlefield Design District, kind mm-hmm. of like the Dufferin and Castlefield area, and that Beltline is also massively under the radar. Oh, massive! Like you can get right across the city, and then then it connects down to the um, Brickworks. Yeah, if you go through the cemetery, you can connect. Like such an underutilized ability to get right across the city in like twenty, depending on how fast you could cycle. Of yeah. course, twenty-five <laughs> minutes, right? It's, yeah, yeah. I've done it with my boys. We got pretty much almost almost down to Cherry Beach. Wow. And it was like 45 minutes. And that's with like, I mean, when they were smaller too, I mean, that was, that's pretty quick. Yeah. No. You're not mixed in with traffic. It's own dedicated and it's protected and safe. Yeah. And it's like tree line. Yeah. We got to walk it one day. Yeah. yeah. I've I've never actually been down the the belt line. Oh, we're taking you. (laughs) (laughs) You got a bike? I've only seen the, the, uh, oh yeah. 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 I actually do have a bike. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's a great ride. Yeah. 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 And like going, like if you're going east, it's all downhill. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming back, it's a bit yeah, of a, a tougher. Bit tough, but <laughs> getting there, amazing. You stop, you have a lunch, you have a coffee, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back up. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, we'll just Uber back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you put the bikes in the trunk. And, yeah, 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 exactly. Back. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Uh, going back to the food, do you have a favorite spot on Eglinton West, like your go to? Yeah, I mean, my, our number one is Raps. Raps, yeah. Raps is like an institution. Yeah. I mean, they have the big uh, smoker Barrel. drum yeah. out front. Uh, in my opinion, the best jerk chicken. Just If you're looking for just jerk chicken, Fair. my opinion, Raps is... I like the pork at Hot Pot a little bit better. Okay, um, yeah. But I think for chicken, I like the main shot. The two, so let's just hang and recap what we're talking about here. Okay. So <laughs> there's a strip of Eglinton between Oakwood and Marley on the south side. And you could literally be coming home at like four in the morning and they're cooking. Oh yeah, and it's a party. It's a party, dude. You roll down your windows. We're talking about the Ottawa forest fires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got nothing on the (laughs) smell of Eglinton Avenue West. It is so heavenly, yeah. And the sweet like chicken and pork flavors coming out of these big barrels that they they barbecue on. And there's kind of three spots that you hit up. So there's hot pot. There was Main Shot. They changed it to Celebrity Mm -hmm. Kitchen now. Yeah. 
and Raps. And Raps is kind of the institution that's been around forever, ever, yeah. ever. I think they were on like restaurant makeover as well. They did some. Oh, really? Yeah, a few years back, they did some big uh, thing with that. Amazing. Um, so between them all, I liked Main Chef for the fried chicken, but Raps at four in the morning, you have a couple of drinks in you. Yeah. It's life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they just have that like perfect kind of charcoal, smoky flavor. To like, a science. Oh, oh it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And like legitimately, well, you know, it's funny. You can't go any time of the day. If you want to go at like five o'clock, they're closed. Yeah. Because they open from. I was actually going to ask, are they 24 hours? They're not 24 hours. Well, they open for breakfast. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So you can get like Aki and Saltfish there. Breaking news. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 So I've <laughs> like, especially over the pandemic sometimes, and you're just like, oh man, I just want some food. And then okay. they're on Uber Eats. And I literally Uber Eat like Aki and Saltfish at wow. 10 in the morning. Yeah, hey, try that. Next yeah. podcast. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Now, have you explored the patty scene? Uh, I think I'm going to say it. Tindall's? Tindall's. Tindall's. There you go. That's where I go all the time. Now, since, now that Randy's has closed, yeah. now Tindall's is their spot. So they opened up another place. I don't think there's any relation to Randy's called Reddy's. Yeah, I've been meaning to go there. They just opened. Okay. So we're going to try it out. We'll get a box. We'll, we'll do a sample. Yeah. We'll do a pro- Maybe we'll do a pot. Um, taste test. <laughs> taste test. Yeah. 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 Taste test. <laughs> but I'm going to shout out the Randy's Patty Killer. Okay. This okay. guy's name is Drew. All right. He's down at. I'm skeptical. Uh, no, so was I, <laughs> dude. So here's the story. We were. It was uh, Asian night at um, Stack Market. Yeah. So we went there for that, and my mother-in-law's like, "Oh, you like beef patties? This guy's got Jamaican beef patties. He had some marketing word, for the best or something like that." Okay. So I went right up to the guy's window. I'm like, "I'm gonna be straight with you. I'm a Randy's loyal customer. Yeah. You're making a big claim." He goes, "Try me, dude. They win." Drew's patties are next level. Really? The right. only thing I could say critical about it is there is a bit of a, a cluster of, of patty meat in the center. I wish it was a little bit more spread out, but okay. that's a very minor point. Yeah. Flavor, taste, crust, next level. Really? Okay. Drew patties, yeah. We're going to shut him out, link to him. He's the best. Every time I'm down there, like, I'll pull the car over, illegally park, run in. <laughs> I don't care. I'll take the ticket. It's worth it. Yeah. Drew patties. He's got a little shop there. His main uh, bread and butter business is a crocheting uh, company. Okay. So he makes like really cool crochet stuff, but the patties... Yeah. Next level? Yeah. Next level, yeah. All right. And he just brought chicken out, chicken patties last week. I think he might have goat. I might be making that up. But the beef patties are... Really? Yeah. yeah. We're going to do it up. Yeah. yeah. True. I've got to go try it. Yeah. 100%. Are there any other patty shops you would uh, recommend in the city? Uh, Tonell's, I mean, uh, there's the Fami Bakery. Oh. Patties. Where's that? Uh, so they... Area-ish, done. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, their main spot is out in Scarborough. Okay. They used to have... I don't know if it closed down. I know they mentioned they were closing it down at... Um, Lansdowne and Dundas, Ooh, okay. like right outside of the uh, no frills. The no frills, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, huh. so they make pretty decent patties. Okay. And I mean, I like them because they have a whole bunch of like frozen patties like right out front of their shop. Yeah, so yeah, you just yeah. grab some frozen ones. Again, because of my two boys, yeah. they eat like. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, so yeah, it's nice having kind of frozen patties on hand so you can just pop them in the oven and yeah. good to go. Yeah. Uh, Are you a patty guy? No, no, no. Really? Another, this is a, yeah, such language? a heavy duty yeah, <laughs> patty conversation. Man. I, I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I got to try these. Have patties. you ever had a patty? Uh, to be honest with you, I might not have. Oh, wow. Yeah. I may not have. Your life's oh. about to change. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get opened up to this like, world. College, university days, like I was like pretty much sustained on patties. Yeah, I know. Well, like, they're all the essential food groups, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did have them in our cafeteria at high school, believe it or not. <laughs> Bit of a different vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. you on that, but trust me, when you try the authentic Edmonton Avenue West patty, it yeah, is yeah. a game changer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. little Jamaica, I could imagine. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. I've been to Jamaica a couple times, once I went there, and like I tried a few patties. Personally, Edmonton West was still better. 
Yeah. They didn't match up to it. I don't know if all right I, is is a Jamaican patty a thing? Like, is that what they're known from, or is it like oh, yeah, a yeah. hybrid? But I mean, actually, every island almost has their own patties. Their own version of it. Okay. Yeah. So even in Haiti, they have a patty, but because Haiti was like French colonized, mm. their patties are like much more like a fluffier pastry. Okay. So it's almost like a croissant pastry mm. with like a meat filling. It is. Can we get those here? <laughs> yeah, there might be one spot. All right, we're gonna have to offline. Give yeah. Me a secret sauce that. Like yeah, yeah. A croissant with a beef patty in it? That's amazing. They're, yeah, next level. What are they called? Is there a specific name for them? Uh, they're just, just called beef patties. Patty, beef patties. Yeah, patties. Just, yeah, just yeah. How, how they're created. Yeah. Just how they're created. So yeah. every island kind of has their own little twist yeah, yeah, yeah. on like the patty. Yeah, because like when I go back to Italy, um, like spaghetti and meatballs isn't a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't go to the restaurant and get a spaghetti. That's, that's a New Yorker, American, you know, rendition of pasta, yeah. air quotes. That's why I was like, I was thinking, I'm like, man, is... Jamaicans do beef patties or is this like a North American rendition of what and who knows the answer to that but yeah <laughs> I, I, I mean I believe so okay like I know like at least in Haiti for example like yeah, in the, yeah they do patties and that's a thing yeah um, I haven't been to Jamaica personally okay. so but uh, I mean friends that do like it always seems like they do have patties there so they, they no they definitely do yeah, yeah. they just the not sure where they came from yeah, yeah are much better <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so is there any Haitian spots you want to spotlight or any like Haitian food in the city that you think people should be turned on yeah, I mean, Haitian food is tough in the city. I mean, there's not yeah. a lot of Haitians in yeah. the city. Um, there's one spot out in the east. I mean, a lot of the Haitians are in the east end of the city. Mm. There's a few in the west. Mm. Uh, there's a place called Bukan. Okay. It's on uh, Danforth. They used to be on Kingston Road, and they moved to Danforth. Mm. Uh, really, really good Haitian food. Okay. Um, there's a... We're going to have all these in the show notes. So. Yeah, 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 there's yeah, a we'll... chef. She does kind of like catering food called Josie's Creole Pot. Oh, nice. Yeah, I actually found her out when she had a little booth at the um, uh, Little Jamaica Farmer's Market. Nice. So I saw this booth and I saw she was selling like pickles and all these Haitian things. I'm like, are you Haitian? Ah. Yeah. And then she does just kind of a lot of catering. Is the market coming back this summer? I believe so. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So what they did was um, uh, there was an... Okay, so... There's a laneway behind Eglinton Avenue West. And yep. Fun fact, I used to go back there to get free beef patties as a kid. Amazing. So when I was young, yeah, what they would do is if you were a student, like like in grade school, you can go there and they'd give you like free lunch type of thing was All the right. incentive. So we'd get Randy's patties for free. The problem is that laneway has become a little bit unsavory in the years and yep. there's lots of drug use and uh, selling of drugs and all that stuff that comes with yeah, it. Yeah. So the residents kind of got together and decided to really beautify the laneway and make something out of it. And now it's known as Reggae Lane. Mm-hmm. And about two, three years in, I think just so shortly yep. after COVID, they started doing these farmer's markets every weekend. So uh, what Josh was referring to is this cool farmer market where they're really bringing the community back into the area and kind of giving it a usable space instead of uh, just amazing. for nefarious things. So yeah, yeah, shout out to them. It's a, it's a yeah. really cool spot. And I didn't, I'm definitely going to check. Yeah. And it's a busy market. It is. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, I try and go almost every single weekend that it's on. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, just a way to support it and, yeah. and also just enjoy great food. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> have, you, have, you ever, have you ever tried sugar cane? Uh, no. Have oh, you? raw sugar cane is the best. The best. You just chew on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So let me, Joey, let me explain yeah, okay, to you okay. this is here. <laughs> I'm getting really, really taught today. Oh, man. <laughs> it's legit um, like a long pole or a, yep. cane, a cane, cane. I guess is Looks like a bamboo pole. Bamboo pole, yeah. yeah. And you take a knife and you just literally cut off um, strips of it yeah. and just suck on it and suck the sugar out of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it is the greatest natural sugar high you oh, can get. It is beautiful. Yeah. How big, yeah. wait, you were like, you were, it, it seemed enormous. Well, it's, it's a, it can grow as high as I'm making this up, but I'm going to say five feet, but you buy them yeah. usually like two feet 
sticks. Okay. Like, but they're yeah. thick, right? They're like, like if I hit you, it hurts. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a bamboo pole. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah it's going to hurt kids, you. We used to like battle with them and then eat them. And, yeah. Or eat them and then get sugar high and battle with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not sure what came first, but no, yeah. yeah, that's, that's like, everyone needs to try sugar cane once in their life. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, yeah. I gotta make, I'm gonna come to this market. Yeah, they, gonna, they have, have to. Have, yeah, they have yeah. them at the market, I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You buy them like year round on Eglinton West, but at the market, you have guys who bring uh, fresh produce that you can buy, nice. like some yeah. of the Caribbean food that you don't typically see in the supermarkets. Yeah. They'll be selling. Yeah. Okay. Mangoes yeah. are great. Uh, lychee nuts. I saw some guys who sell lychee nuts. Yeah. They're like incredible. Yeah. Fresh scotch bonnets, like big ones too. Oh, that really? have, yeah, yeah. I gotta tell my dad about that. Hot yeah. peppers. Yeah. <laughs> Loves that. Cool, man. <laughs> Um, where are we at here? Do you have any questions for Josh, Joey? Uh, not not the, to put you on the spot. No, no, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Let's keep it, uh, okay, let's keep it light, light and breezy right now. For sure. Bring, uh, okay, if you had, okay, other than where we've been talking about the last yeah. little bit, if you had an ideal, like, I guess, next step, uh, if you were to ah. pick a, a favorite neighborhood that you want to, that you would, would like to, let's say dream neighborhood. Dream neighborhood dream house and or like lifestyle that you're you're aiming for okay that's pretty easy because there's one little pocket <laughs> <laughs> i always i'm always dreaming uh there's this little pocket of keelsdale nice uh right next to black creek yeah. okay uh so it's just kind of north of eglinton south of chithui yeah chithui yeah, actually just north of Trithui, actually. Okay. Um, and there's this little pocket where there's all these like mid-century modern homes built in like the yeah. 50s and 60s. Yeah. And there's a couple of them that just back right on to Black Creek. Mm. Massive lots. And kind of like your traditional like 40 to 50 foot frontage. Yeah. Mid-century modern. Uh, again, in one of the under the radar neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's the dream. Like a mid-century modern home that I could go in. Hopefully... Get one that hasn't been touched. Yeah, right. I'd love to get like a time capsule, like right out of the 60s, 70s. Shine carpet, <laughs> sunken hundred percent, <laughs> right? And not over renovate it. Try yeah. to keep a lot of those original details Amazing. and just kind of update it with modern convenience. That's truly the dream. Yeah, that's so funny. Like I know which pocket you're you're talking about. You drive in there, you think you're in another world. Yeah, like you you for a second, you're like this is Toronto. We have this here. It's there's so many of those little untouched gems that are just waiting to be rediscovered and that's definitely yeah yeah spot. yeah yeah i mean you can see i mean if the, you took that neighborhood and you plopped it into like lawrence park or anything like that the uh, homes would be six seven million dollars minimum yeah so, without it without a doubt and like yeah. they don't get the ravine no <laughs> to get the black Heath ravine and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so you can like literally go fishing for like trout and salmon yeah. in your backyard <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> our i went to shamanad and our one of our um our passion projects was bringing trout back to the black creek river amazing we did a whole we had a hatchery we like reproduce fish and put that's them amazing in. yeah amazing. i don't know what ever happened with that but <laughs> yeah, i think there's still our trout in there i've there seen is, like yeah. Yeah. fishermen in that river yeah i don't know i haven't seen them catch anything but they're yeah, definitely yeah. casting <laughs> yeah no the, the issue was that it was um so the city in their infinite wisdom put like a concrete um wall not wall like what's the, the bank so okay, they yeah. made a concrete bank because there was too much erosion happening yeah this is really good that we learned this um, but over time, concrete can't withstand the natural elements. And yeah. especially along a bank with the shifting currents and stuff like that, it would disintegrate. So what we had to do is go back in and plant natural veg vegetation to hold the creek in place. Makes sense. And that's what bring the fisheries back and everything else. So it was a really wild... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I forgot about that. You, you <laughs> about that. I live that life. That's One cool. day Mark and I are going to be uh, competing <laughs> on a house and then... <laughs> 
Fishing the creek. Yeah. That's what I'm about. You can have the house. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, all right. I have a question that wasn't a prepared one. Yeah. Um, on your Sage bio, you open mm-hmm. up with a quote from Nas. Yes. So I got to ask the really hard pressing question. Yeah. Jay-Z or Nas? Oh, it's Nas all day. Oh. I mean, it's not even a... Joey, keep us apart. <laughs> I'm team Jay all day. I love Jay-Z. I mean... Fair. And I love Nas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was just, I don't know. I connected with Nas ever since I was young. Okay. I mean, I think cause again, like even personalities, Nas is a little quiet, introverted. Okay. I was a quiet, introverted kid. Are you a Virgo? No, I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. So actually I share the same sign as Jay-Z funnily enough, but and I was I'm a Virgo. Share the same sign as, J- as Nas, That's but like funny. Jay-Z. That's so funny. <laughs> ah, we just discovered something new. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, what are your thoughts on rap? Um, <laughs> yeah. We're bring it into the... Uh, we're talking about the strokes or... <laughs> <laughs> well, Julian Casablanca said this one line. Yeah. Really <laughs> not my socks off. Well, there was that Linkin Park Jay-Z yeah. album. Yeah, there was a collab. Yeah. There was yeah, a collab. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could give some commentary on that if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what Linkin Park? Um, sure. Yeah, I, I also don't love Linkin Park either. <laughs> Have we defined, we know we like the strokes, but have we defined your music genre of choice? Because I play some music in the car and I'm trying to figure out what you like and you never... Oh, where I'm at? Yeah, I can never figure it out. Oh, I'm, I'm rock side all day. Heavy rock though? Not heavy rock, no, no. It's okay. always like grungier, like dirtier stuff. Give uh, us some examples. Okay. Messy things. Uh, okay, so like one of the big ones, wait, Jack White. Like early okay. Jack White, early okay. White Stripe stuff. Uh, also like uh, Cage the Elephant. Okay. If we're talking like big bands. Uh, but then I got, when I was in the music scene, I got really into, uh, more like independent stuff. Okay. So stuff that, um, high yeah. art, high art level stuff. Yeah. Of the yeah. highbrow, highbrow <laughs> rock. <laughs> I mean, like if they're on Spotify, you don't want to hear me, them. Let me yeah. lift my nose. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's been a lot, a lot of that stuff. Just anything that's messy and, and, uh, confusing. Uh, cool. That's what I was always into. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. And back to Nas. Sorry, we're going to go back into Nas. No, no, go, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, nah, like Godson's album. No, Godson was one. Was an album, right? Godson was an album, yeah. That's after his mom passed. Yeah. That was probably my favorite Nas album. It was very introspective. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of good tracks. Deep diving. Yeah, and... I think the tough thing with Nas, I mean, and this is the tough thing with Nas, I mean, his beats selection has always been a little yeah. touch and go. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, lyrically, I mean, I don't think any rapper can really touch knots from a storytelling perspective, sure, sure. right? I mean, Jay-Z will always have the punchlines and the bars, right. uh, always off top of the head. Yep. Nas, he just, writes. He writes. Yeah, he. Right? So there's always a structure to yeah. his raps and like he really paints a picture yep. and tells a story. Uh, and I think that, I mean, it's still untouched to say, I don't think anyone has, can really match Nas's level of kind of storytelling and the way he presents. Yeah, he goes deep. There's very a depth deep. that very few rappers, I think, on the mainstream level. I'm sure there's some like not so mainstream that you know do similar, but the, he he straddles that line of he can go really deep but still keep it light. Like you still want to listen to it. You're not like really thinking about your life after it, right? Yeah. Um, he's got that one track, Book of Rhymes. I think that's on Godson, yep. and that's when I was really like, he was just basically he's got a book of his rhymes, and he's reading all the cuts that didn't make a final album. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I oh, was that's like, such a good concept. Yeah. yeah. It, right. Yeah. And I was I remember yeah. I was in the car. And I was like, oh, this is good. This is back when we had CD players. Oh yeah. The tape deck plugged in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, even the track, like I mean, it was a pretty big commercial track, but it's still blows my mind that he was able to write this was rewind where he literally tells a story in reverse. Yeah. Oh, which is wild. Yeah. So a song or album? It's a song, song. Okay. a song. Yeah. And he tells the entire story in complete reverse, but it's like perfectly in reverse. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And it rhymes and it hits yeah. all the punchline. It's wild. That's, yeah. yeah. That's cool. 
Yeah. Good, interesting concepts. So like I, I'm drawn in right away. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, and yeah, I wish I had more supporting points for Jay-Z right now. You kind of beat me <laughs> on that. I don't, really, I can't, they can't compare in the depth. I mean, like yeah. you said, Jay's got some lines where you're just like, like he's got this, uh, I think it was on 444 where he's like, I Freudian slipped in European whips. And I was like, oh, I like punchlines. Yeah. Short and sweet. Like just, you know, yeah. and I think there's a, yeah, my opinion there's a, a a synergy of the Biggie Tupac era where they're both East Coast rappers, but Biggie and Tupac, you definitely can try and compare, but you really can't compare. They just come very different, two very different, and that's yeah. Jay Z and Biggie, like uh, Jay Z and Nas. They exist in the same stratosphere, but in two different sides of the, yeah. the yin and the yang of it. Right? That's a perfect yeah. like comparison, right? Because again, Tupac was more of the storyteller, yeah. wanted to tell stories all the time in all of his raps, whereas Biggie again just punchline, you hit yeah. you after hit after hit after hit, right? Yeah, punchlines. Yeah, and Pac was more of a political trying yeah. to bring up, you know, Jay touches that on some level, but I think where he made his money was talking about Cavassier and uh, Ace of Spades. And like, the, yeah, yeah. Th there was a Forbes article where he, I think on his Black album, he talked some crazy number. Like he mentioned 750 brands in his raps over his career and how much money him speaking about those brands has done for them. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And in a yeah. way, I think like, I mean, he's very empowering. Yeah to a lot of like young black kids listening to yeah. the music because you finally had someone who had the confidence to speak about these things right. and to kind of really push different narratives, yeah. right? Of becoming like rich and powerful and, mm -hmm. and he's done it as well, right? I mean, he's one of the most powerful black men in America. Right. Uh, so I think it was great. Like, I still love Jay-Z, mm -hmm. right? And what he's done. And like, I mean, again, you listen to his music when you want to feel pumped up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, like, yeah. You, like when I'm like going into like a listing presentation or meeting buyers for the first time, nice. you're like, Right? Do you have a specific track, any artist that gets you there? Uh, I have a lot. I have like a playlist. Oh, <laughs> can you share? It? I can share it. When we have some slow months, we're gonna hit you up for that playlist. And yeah, yeah. Get the vibe like one, actually, one song that I play quite a bit. One track is by Bone Crusher. Okay, Never Scared. Never Scared. What? Oh, that one just gets me going. The funny story. When I met my uh, my now wife, I used to always quote that line. Like she would say something. I'm like, I'm like never scared. What? She had no idea what I was talking about. Of course. <laughs> now she does, but at the time, I remember asking, like, why do you yeah. keep saying that? I'm like, you don't know Bone Crusher? Yeah. <laughs> Not many people do. No, so no disrespect. And another one that it's a, it's more recent, but it's like by French Montana. Okay, uh, it's ain't worry about nothing. Okay, I can't off the top of my head think of that. It's another song that just kind of gets you pumped up. Okay, right. It's just one of those ones that just give you confidence, right? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Sometimes you just need that little bit of stuff, yeah. right? Get give you just a little bit of extra kick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's something I've been doing way more recently too. Yeah. Is pump up music on the yeah. way to anything? Yeah, I used to do podcasts, and I realized how. <laughs> How low level I was when I would go into things. <laughs> Bring yeah. your mood down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. What's your What's your go to track? Uh, I kind of flip it. Oh, okay, you're, no, you're no gonna, judgment. No, 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 no judgment. Listen, yeah. listen. I'm still on the Blink One Eight Two trend right now. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. <laughs> a little bit of judgment. <laughs> All the small things before I. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, you know, everything about it is like it's so like it's such a high school side of life, yeah. but like. Whatever it is, the, the sound of the guitars is just like, there's something about electric guitars when they're when they're just like blaring in your ears. It gets just like, going. it gets me going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My I, deep dark secret is uh, Gigi D'Agostino, L'Amour du Jour. Like, no, you got blank stares. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I have no idea. <laughs> so, okay, did you watch Uncut Gems? Yes. yes. Adam Sandler? Okay, spoiler alert. At the last scene, when a certain someone gets shot, okay. the song plays. This is a song I'm referring to, Gigi D'Agostino. Okay. It has no place being in that movie, but it's so perfect for the ending of it. And it was like a Euro banger back in the day. So when I need my pick me up, that's the one I go to. <laughs> Amazing. Gigi Agostino, Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you need those tracks that like maybe aren't commercially successful to like you just connect with it for some reason. Yeah, it just yeah. gives you that pump up energy of yeah. getting her done. Yeah, you just need that kick sometimes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Uh, awesome. Do you have any questions for us? Um, trying to think. I mean, uh, how are things going with the the podcast? I mean, we started around the same time. I mean, uh, I'm sure you've been going through the same ups and downs that I've been going through. No one ever asks us how we're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, I'd say things are, they're going well. It's an interesting path to kind of grind out, especially when things start getting busier. It's, uh, it gets tough to kind of, I think that's the the toughest part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously with schedules always fluctuating and just like things popping up out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping that consistency to it. I think that's the, that's the hurdle that's probably for me anyways, the most difficult thing to get past it's probably one we all share of like finding the time to do it because it's like it's a bit of a gamble as you can see we've got a lot of equipment set up you you know the technical how hard it is because you do a really good uh visuals thanks you do a lot of the stuff in the background which i'm like can we do this (laughs) just like way too hard like you've got a lot of editing no i know you've got that unlocked so that's really good (laughs) and like it's a gamble because we're putting in all this effort hoping that there is a bigger uh path that this can take us on eventually um, but there is no guarantee. And it's like, no. is anyone even listening? Hello? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they are. And like, seeing yeah. you do your thing, I think is also a big inspiration for us because mm-hmm. we're all on this grind trying to make something that people will enjoy and, and share a part of the city that isn't talked about. For um, sure. You specifically neighborhood, us kind of on the food side and kind of the lifestyle side. And like, yeah. I think these co- cross collaborations are so good because... And I've, I was spoken, speaking to someone at the Sage meetup. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, is Josh here? I'm like, you need to meet Josh because he's doing something special. And I think you should keep doing what you're doing. Yes. Uh, numbers don't matter because you are definitely doing a big service to people wanting to know about value in the city. And the headlines are always too much of Toronto so expensive. Facts, they are. Yeah. But they're value spots and you're highlighting them. So Thanks. Yeah. I would, if anything, like to see you branch into some of the other pockets of the city that also... Yeah, and those are plans. I mean, down the Good. road. I mean, certainly have thought of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, as of right now, it's just small team. Yeah. Me. No, for sure. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, the plans like hopefully one day bring on some other agents onto yeah. my team that can maybe like start to expand it to like East End, mm-hmm. right? And again, pockets that are maybe little under the radar, like Birch Cliff and Malvern and some of these areas Breach. in the East yeah. End, right? Love again, it. we're like the neighborhoods get a bad rap and you go into the neighborhood and you're walking around. I'm like, this is not at all what the as media portrays. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. Right. So true. Yeah. You know, it'd be cool. Like I'm going to, I'm, I'm kind of manifesting here. This is my Oprah moment. I would <laughs> yeah. love you to have like the under the radar brand worldwide. Yeah. So like you be. have people in all different parts of just showing really good value because that's, yeah, that is value, right? That's what people should be looking for is it's easy to spend, you know, 200 K on a house more than you want to, but finding those gems is a real hard part of, of the yes. game. So that's definitely, yeah. Best. And people make a lot of sacrifice in real estate, right? And then sure. location is always the number one, yeah. right? I mean, budgets don't always fit where the people want to be. Very true. Right. And the whole part of under the radar is just showing that like, Hey, your budget can work. Maybe it's not exactly in the epicenter of where exactly where you want to be, yep. but it could only be like a couple, like a kilometer away, 500 meters away from where you want to be. And you're still getting that good value. Love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Perfectly said. Alrighty. I think we're, uh, we're at a good place. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to encourage you if you are looking to kind of learn more about Eglinton West, Josh is your guy. I'm your second guy. <laughs> but, you know, reach out. Like I'm happy to put anyone in touch with him who's looking to kind of invest in, and get a bit of it more boots on the ground uh, conversation of what's Thank happening you. in the area. And um, under the radar podcast or just under the radar is the best under the radar. to search. Yeah. yeah. 
um, is where you can find them on YouTube and on Instagram. You're a good follow as well. Yep. Sorry, a little side note, Garrison Collective. Is that what's... So Garrison Collective is my real estate team. Okay. okay. So that's a team that was started with uh, my buddy Phil Lago okay. back in the day. Phil actually is kind of like one toe in, one toe out of real estate. I yeah. mean, he's got a crazy like food blog and yeah. whole thing going on. Yeah, we're going to link to him. Shout out them. And Shout their, out Phil. They, yeah, they have a... Yeah, a chef sous chef. Yeah, they have a cookbook out. They have a cookbook. Oh, they nice. have like a TV show. Ooh, I don't know if I should mention it. Ooh, um, breaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're on like food TV and they have like little snippets and stuff Amazing. coming up, right? So they're... Uh, yeah, so th- he's doing his thing. Yeah. So then, yeah, Garrison Collective still there. It exists. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I like that. I think that yeah. the collective is such an important, like it's a style of business that's not uh, used enough in our industry mm-hmm. where you don't have to be a team. You can have a collective of people exactly. sharing ideas and listings and supporting one another. So, 100%. Yeah, yep. So yep. we're the Eglinton West Collective, yeah. unofficially. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Shout out Jay-Z, Nas, uh, Julian Casablanca. Yeah. Yeah. We got brunch scheduled with him shortly. Blink 182. So. <laughs> Blink 182. Oh, he's having a kid. Who is? I don't know his name. The tattoo drummer, Travis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, with yeah. the Kardashian? That's how I know about it. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm the reality TV junkie. My wife showed me, they made the announcement at one of his shows. I don't know his, are they married? I think they're married. Most, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave a comment if they're married in the YouTube channel. Um, uh, I don't know if it's Courtney. It's one of the Kardashians. My wife's going to kill me for not getting this right. She's now pregnant with Travis Barker's baby. I think. Okay. I don't know if it's surrogate or not. So congratulations. Congrats, yeah, congrats <laughs> but yo, Blink-182 is like big into aliens. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also, I also believe in them 100%. Oh, Blink or aliens. A thousand percent. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Blink or aliens. <laughs> Both. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. I, I, my favorite show is Ancient Aliens. Oh, I love that show. Dude. Oh, I watch it all the time. Are we going to do a separate podcast yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah. Ancient this, aliens. this is going to turn into something else. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be <laughs> out in like... <laughs> Disclosure is coming. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Any shout outs you want to give? Uh, none off the top of my head. All right. Yeah. Josh, anything you want to highlight? Uh, shout out Eglinton West in the hood. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Episode 14. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Toronto Living's Real Estate Podcast. You could find more information on how we work over at torontolivingswithans.com. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter to get price reports from over 150 different neighborhoods in the city each and every month. If you got any value, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. And if you made it this far, thanks for listening.